Welcome to The Delling Ad with me, James Dellingpole, and I'm really excited about a very special event I've got coming up quite soon with our old friend, Clive DeCarl. This is my first, well, actually it's my second, I lie, or maybe my third, my third Dellingpole event outside London. And the smaller events are are, are really good. I mean, they don't have the crowds of the London events, but they're more intimate and you get more chance to spend quality time with James. Anyway, my special guest is Clive DeCarl. And if you turn up, you can discover all sorts of exciting things like is Clive's voice really as silky and yet sort of strangely nicotine stained as it sounds on on the podcast can he really be that laid back in in real life and of course maybe you want to ask him how you cure the big K the big K of course is something completely different from from cancer and as you know it's illegal to talk about any alternative methods of treating treating cancer but Clive can talk about all sorts of other conditions which are quite similar like the one beginning with K uh, and we'll talk about other things as well I think Clive is, is, is keen to talk about um, the battle for freedom and what we can do to escape the encroaching tyranny. Anyway, the event is in Dorset. I thought, you know, I'd give the, the, the South Coast a chance to experience the Dellingpod. And it's not far, it's outside, outside Poole at a, uh, a venue called the Hamworthy Club. If you, any of you know the Hamworthy Club. It kicks off about seven. It, I, I might change the time and make it a bit earlier. I don't know yet, but, but seven roughly. And it's on the 28th of July. I didn't even mention that, did I? I didn't mention the key detail. 28th of July. July. I'm going to put the booking details um, below. Uh, it's it, it's going to sell out fairly quickly. My events tend to. So I'd get in there quick if I were you. And I really look forward to meeting you. Um, those of you I've, I've met before. And those of you I've never had the, the joy of meeting. Anyway, it's going to be fun. Of course it's going to be fun. Look forward to seeing you there. Welcome to the Delling Pod with me, James Delling Pod. And I know I always say I'm excited about this week's special guest, but I really am. It's a kind of, it's like one of the reunions I have online with my with my brother Dick. I, I haven't seen Loza for, like, ages. And, I mean, this is how we're catching up, isn't it, Loza? It is, babe. And I'm sorry, I just want to thank the guy in um, Uxbridge and Ryslip, on Uxbridge High School. Street, who knows how hard it is to give up smoking, so he gave me this massive cigar, which I'm going to smoke while we talk. Oh. Mm. Why have you given up smoking? smoking? Um, Because when they did my neck operation, they told me that, um, they said, you can drink all you like, you can do pretty much anything to your body, but if you smoke, you will die an agonising death. You know how much I smoke. Yeah, that's true. You're right, you don't do stuff in moderation, do you? Well, I can do, I can do in loseration. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah. But, but you, you have always had that, that sort of slight quality about you. I think it, I think it's what comes of having the kind of the thespian genes in you. You're just kind of, I hate to use the word hellbound because that would be unfair, but, but, you know, you, you, 
you lot, you, you push it, don't you? And slightly judgmental. But I had this chat the other day. Um, I was sat there with, um, who was it? Yeah, um, someone was saying to me, like, you've really got to, because um, we got all of our polling back for the by-elections and all this stuff, and everything that I stand for is like 70% of people agree with, at least. So it's non-political. Yeah. Pretty much 70% of people. So I'm like, well, I'll be MP for um, Oxbridge and South Ryslip by next week, or 20th of July, won't I? And it's like, no. No, of course I won't. Um, and I was thinking, why? So I spoke to Jeremy, who backs me and backs the Reclaim Party, and he said, yeah. um, why don't you speak to my reputational manager? My, you know, give him a bell. And before we have a talk... Yeah. And I went, all right, I gave him my phone. So I phoned up his reputational manager, and his reputational manager goes, you've got to rein it in. You've just, you've just got to be more statesmanlike. You've, you've, got to do a, you've got to do a thing where you, where, you, where you turn around to the public and you go, look, I know that I come from this artistic background and I'm, I'm very creative and, you know, I believe these things passionately, but I've not provided you, the public, with enough comfort to entrust me with your vote. So from today... From this day forward, I will be Loza, the whatever the fuck I'm not, essentially. Well, so, what, so, so he's saying, he's saying that, 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 that the, the voters want inauthenticity. They want, they want cant. They yeah, want but, then, but then I phoned up, I then phoned up Jeremy. God, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing private conversations, but it is quite funny and it does show the problem we're in. So I phoned Jeremy back up and he goes, how did it go with the... Uh, reputational manager um, because my argument back to the reputational manager was there's Richard Tice wonders around in a fucking suit Farage wonders around in a suit and everyone calls them racist transphobic bigots so why does it make any difference I just walk around in a slightly different way and I just I just sort of, I'm a bit more punchy and um, Jeremy turns around yeah. and he goes yes and um, also if you needed to do a vault fast on the serious politics serious politician thing and the statesman thing because it got steadily worse it would be entirely more difficult for you to do you'd lose credibility so there we are well that's it no i mean i don't want to diss your your temporary um bedfellows um what, what, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely not not i'm not making this up i i can never remember the difference between the various r's well, what, my one is called Reclaim, and Tice's one is called Reform. I'll tell you the thing I worry about you, Lotta, mm. um, because I, I do... Love conversation. I love sentences that start that way. Thanks a lot. I do, no, but I, but I do. I'm, I'm, I am fond of you, and I don't, I don't know why. Um, um, I've got all your acid. But, <laughs> what, yes, what, what I worry about, about you, is that I... Here you are on my podcast, and I'm going to damage you in some way because because you're playing a game that that I, I I don't, which is which is to say, you've got one foot in normie world and one foot in whatever the world I I inhabit is, and the two are just not compatible. That I am toxic to you in a way, and and and, it, and when I invite you to sort of well, you can speak your mind, obviously, but I worry that by inviting you to, to, to just just free flow, I am inviting you to kind of damage your reputation in Normie land. Do you see what I'm saying? 
Uh, yeah, but I think that's bollocks. I think what you're talking about is straddling the fence of truth. You can't straddle the fence of truth. So you, you either you sit on one side, which you sit on, which is the logical side, which is why I always say all roads lead to James Dellingpole. Yes, and of course the normie world is going to turn around and go, well, he's evil, because you're pointing out very obvious and palpable truths. And then you've got, obviously, Team Toby, which sits in the establishment world, but at no point am I occupying Team Establishment. The person who backs me is as radical in his desire to change things in whatever way possible as, as anyone else. You know, that's the way it works. It's not let, me put it, put it another way. Let, let me put it another way. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, in a moment, I'm going to test you on, on how far, how far um, down the road towards Dellingpole you actually are. <laughs> but before I do that, I, I, I just want to make a point, which is um, the Daily Mail is never going to put its top investigations team on me and discover that I believe that Satan is basically in charge of, of worldly affairs and he's real. Um, that 9-11 was not planned by a man in a cave, it was planned by George Bush Senior, among other things, and Dick Cheney. Um, that we haven't been to the moon ever. Um, that, that, I don't know, child trafficking and adrenochrome are, are, are the sat satanic elite's favourite pastime, etc. Now, they're never going to put this stuff to my name because they don't care about me. They, they don't want to draw attention to me. But they could easily do a hit piece on you which said, and this is what Lawrence Fox believes, and he's standing in a by-election, and isn't it disgraceful? You know what I mean? Well, let them do it. At the end of the day, I tell you, in response to all of that sort of stuff, pretty much nothing for me is off the table. Do you remember when we watched JFK when it came out as a movie? And you were like, wow, JFK, he was like, who assassinated him? It's really, really interesting. Now it's just absolutely known he was killed by the CIA. Just known. He was killed. So we're all waking yeah. up to lots of things. And the, one of the major things we're waking up to is the fact that we've been lied to unrelentingly and unremittingly for the last for the entire period of our lives until we woke up to whatever the hell is going on at the moment. Hence why... And before we were born. Well, long before we were born, and possibly right back until there was this guy called Jesus was walking around and saying, do not be afraid, you know, and all of this sort of stuff. So you're not actually damaging me, because as I've always said to you, uh, all roads lead to Dellingpole. And if you think about it, no one's going to go, you know what, in Uxbridge and South Ryslip, you know what I'm going to do? I'm fed up with the Conservative Party. I'm going to vote for Lawrence Fox. What they're going to do is they go, in Uxbridge and South Ryslip, I'm fed up with the bloke with the uh, blue thing that says I'm going to lie to you for the next five years, and I'll just swap it for the guy with the red thing that says I'll lie to you for the next five years. It's like it is what it is. Yeah. Because otherwise I'd be voted in as the MP, because what I, I've polled all the issues, and I'm like, everyone agrees with me, pretty much. Yes. Well, they, of course they do. It's a bit like, I was thinking about this today, I was reading a tweet by Ben Goldsmith, who, uh, everything I've sort of heard from him, you know, in our exchanges and stuff, he seems to be a lovely bloke. Yeah. Um, just, just like, if I was with him in the pub, we'd get on very well, as long as we didn't talk about anything whatsoever to do with, do with the environment. And... So there he is tweeting out today, as he as he as is his wont, that 
climate change is the most important thing in the world. It's really, really important. And we must make it our number one objective. And I'm thinking, um, you know what, Ben? Almost nobody agrees with you. Almost, I mean, he, he was actually kind of whining about this. That Weirdly, they people do. Take it Sorry, I'll I don't need to interrupt you. Carry on. And then do, okay, well, well, okay, you, you can disagree with me on this point. I think that that most people just don't. They, they just think it's 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 bollocks. They, 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 we've reached the point where people are super saturated with propaganda. It's worse than that. They're not buying it. It's worse than that. Oh, is it? It's much worse than that. Again, we polled on this because I wanted to know because I, one of the things I say is there is no imminent climate catastrophe heading our way and we're not all going to be burnt to death by the sun monster or drowned depending on what uh, mood he's in on this particular day. Um, strangely, what the polling reveals is that 70% of people think that there is a climate catastrophe but 70% of people also don't want to do anything. Also, also 70% of people don't want to do anything about it. So, it's a, so it would tell me... That, that would tell me, as a sort of person who's thinking a little bit, that 70% of people want to go to dinner parties and go, God, yeah, the climate, we've got to really get on top of that one. And when they go home, they go, shall we stick on the barbecue? And um, I want to buy a, a slightly faster Mercedes this year. You know, it's like, let someone else deal with the climate, not... And so I think it, it works into this thing that you were talking about earlier, which is that if you repeat a lie often enough, it becomes the truth. So if you tell people there's a climate catastrophe, imminent climate catastrophe, not only is that an egregious abuse of our children, which is the bit that really gets me to the nth degree, after a while you have to, in order to partake in polite society, you have to agree that there is. Because if you don't agree that there is, you are Satan. You're just evil. Ah, well that's clearly my designated role, because... I'm always the one, and not that I ever go to dinner parties, but if I did so, I would be the one saying that climate change is bollocks. That's what I, I say. That's what I do when I'm hunting, which is which is my only social life, really. But I say the same thing. I say, I, and also when when you say it to people, it, the thing is, where we failed on COVID, well, we did well on COVID because we stopped them. We stopped. Well, we slowed down phase one we of did. that of communism and all of that crap that's coming our way. But where we failed was we got a load of graphs together. And everyone kept tweeting graphs going, well, if you look here, the excess deaths in this country weren't as good as the excess deaths in this country. And everyone should have just gone, ditch the graphs, look outside, are people falling over in the street dying? Because if they are, then you've got something to worry about. If they're not, it's propaganda. And it's the same with the climate. It, it, don't ignore the evidence of your eyes and ears. It's cold summer. It's warm outside today. Yesterday it rained. It doesn't mean it's not summer. They, they, they have to bait and switch on the COVID thing, onto the climate thing, because the COVID disaster was so unbelievably enormous, and we are going to be feeling really... Is it, does your, does your dry, clothes dry on your dentist? I need to turn it off. Is that your, I'll turn it off. Yeah. Thank you for telling me, great wise master. Thank you. Oh, and that one too. I hear you, wise one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's better. Isn't I hadn't it? I hadn't noticed your lovely dog. Maggie, I do Maggie. like your dogs. Mrs. Thatcher? Yeah, she's lovely. Oh. She's about to have babies. Yeah. And then look, there's the other Is one. She? Yeah, well she's not about to have babies. Ooh. I'm gonna mate her with a mate of mine's dog. And then this is Blazy. Oh, You're a good one. Yes. You're a good one. 
that's the he's lovely as well no I, I i do like your dogs well i i i i mean who doesn't like a dog actually well they're much more reliable than people um yes but they they can be reliably bloody annoying i mean Why? like you, you know the, uh, well our dog is gu- guaranteed to pick up any like if you leave eggs in a box too close to the edge she will pull the box down and eat the broken eggs that kind that, of stuff it's annoying yeah, I mean, that's and then i get do you know what happens do you know what happens then fun. i get told off why did you leave the egg box on the edge of the why did you leave it so close to the egg and i say well can i reasonably expect her to think every moment that the dog's going to eat everything that i put anywhere anyway you don't uh, have a dog problem then you've that, got a you've got a, a naggy wife problem no, I think, listen, I think every husband around the country knows exactly where he fits in the family pecking order and it is below the dog and below the cat. And below the, that's, and that's below the washing the machine. Slightly below the washing machine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obvi- obvi- washing machine's broken, you, you matter less. Yeah, I know. It's all good. Yeah, though. I'm supposed to do that. By the way, um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, I, 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 I want to um, move on to um, a debate dear to both our hearts, which is controlled opposition gatekeepers because I, I tell you why i mean apart from the obvious um nothing i've noticed causes more dissent and upset on my telegram channel than the question over who is and who isn't controlled opposition whatever the latest um controversy or controversy i never forget i never remember which way to pronounce it um, is over that that film. I don't know whether you've seen it yet, the child trafficking film, the one that you can't get that won't get released in British cinemas at all. That one. Oh, oh will it not? No. Yeah. Apparently not. What's it called? The, the Sound um, of Freedom, which yeah, which no, puts no, me well, off because it sounds like a sort of movie about Nelson Mandela, doesn't it? But it's a bit like Nelson Mandela. Yeah, it does. But um, anyway, before we come on to there, um, what, what I just wanted to ask you briefly, what. Do you have any faith in the electoral system, given, given that, you know, it's not just about you, you deciding, pressing a button, and, well, I'm, today I'm going to be in inauthentic mode because my PR advisors tell me that's what works. And it's not about consulting the polls. The, the whole system is so utterly rigged that, that there's no such thing as... The, 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 democracy is an illusion. And surely the, the sooner we just... just stop giving it dignifying it with with our votes or our attention the sooner we can move on to the better world that's going to replace this one well yeah i mean i suppose so but that's where that's where your rabbit hole uh, continues and i go i might just take a breather here which is the fact that i think we've had some pretty horrendous times through the history of mankind and we've had dreadful parliaments and dreadful kings and dreadful societies and dreadful bits and bobs but i would say that in the very most difficult times during human history someone at some point or there has been a movement that's just turned around and said this needs to stop this has got to end. So I do actually believe in democracy. I certainly don't believe that it's going to be benefited by someone going, go up to this machine and press who you want to vote for or insert your thing into a machine. I think that's just absolutely madness. But the, pro- the main problem with democracy is that people genuinely believe it's not an illusion. So they think, I'm done with the conservatives, with all of their fascist, conservative, free market ideas and their small statism, hatred of the NHS. I'm going to try the caring party. 
but they're not. There's no difference between the two of them. So democracy is an illusion on that level. It's a complete illusion. But then I got banned from appearing on GB News. So they phoned me up and they went, "Uh, you're not allowed to be on GB News because of electoral purder. And I went, "Uh, why? And they went, well, you could, you, you might affect uh, the uh, the outcome of the election. I went, do you know how many people watch GB News? With all due respect to GB News, it's like it's not like eleven million people tuned into GB News tonight. It's like it's not the world's greatest, largest TV channel. It's doing really well for what it is, but it's not, it's not world changing. But then at the same 11 time, eleven million's good. Yeah, I know, but GB News don't fuck off. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, then the next week. So that Ofcom go, you can't go on TV. And then the next week, Elcom don't have a rule that says if you're going to have a hustings, you've got to invite Lawrence to turn around and go, there isn't an imminent climate catastrophe. So the comms, which you just need to add the word UNIST to, they're working together to stop any yeah. sort of new movement coming through. And then I get um, yeah. some reputational manager going, stick on a suit and, and dress up your transphobia, uh, conspiracy theorism in a different way. And then we have to deal with the fact that the BBC licence fee payers, why is it that all of these people in positions of power end up sending loads of money to children who they have sex with? Why? Well, just just actually, because a a thought flitted across my brain there, um, which is a much more interesting question than any of the stuff we're talking about so far, which is, um, when, when you were an actor... When you were, you know, when you were, you were, you moved in the celebrity milieu. Yeah. Um, were, were the were the kind of well known Nazi showbiz figures who are who were just who you'd sort of chortle about or just just gossip about, just just people who were known to be absolute kind of pedo or, or whatever or whatever. Is is that a known thing? Oh yeah. Are they are they known these people? They're known, yeah. They're known. They're known within the industry, yeah. And and is, is that one of the main sources of sort of gossip and 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 amusement? That you know how how revolting these people are. Well, also not are they known, but there's the 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 genuine enemies of Britain know who those people are as well. So you know the people that we would we would say were the genuine enemies of Britain know exactly who these guys are, and girls. The BBC we're talking about. Uh, I, I, I'm talking about people across the showbiz spectrum. Um, usually, they're much easier to spot because they hold a very much higher status within broadcasting than you'd expect them to have, and they're given undue yes. time. And they they've tended. I mean, I've been it. I'm not going to say it on here because I don't want to get someone. To, I don't want to get something bad to happen to me. No. But um, I've been places where the horrible things have happened and I've seen horrible things happen with people that are are um, you know very very well applauded and seen as great wonderful national treasures in this country that have also witnessed that's really can I ask you what do you do in that so you mean you go to what you think of as a is a party or an after show party or whatever and you realise that this is one of those things where really bad stuff happens that you don't want to see or let alone get involved with. Oh no, you know me. I mean, I'm, is I'm that the deal? I, I, I have many vices, as you well know, but I'm not a I'm not yeah. a rape 
superb. I just, just, it's, thank God I was not blessed with that particular vice. I mean, cursed with that particular vice. But there are, um, there are people in this world who have, who have, I, I've mainly, I, sp- I spoke to their PR person. One person in particular, um, I spoke to their PR person and I said, um, that should, you should really either get rid of that person as a client or um, prepare a decent defence for them because something's going to come down on their head pretty soon, and sure enough, it did. Do, do you think that um, organisations like the BBC are attracted to people like that because they've got a kind of, a sort of hold over them? This is sort of... Yeah. What other what other reason would there be yeah. that we are looking at? Um, we're looking at, uh, but it's not just the BBC. So let's not be rude. And also, we uh, as you know, you, you're a Christian. Yeah, channel four, I'm sure. Yeah, well, no, all channels, all areas of public influence, every single area of public influence. Why is it there's a disproportionately high number of people in positions of authority who end up being outed for being inappropriate sexually, either with girls or young children? For me, it's like if I was sort of a Machiavellian world ruler, I'd go, oh, look, he's, he or she has got a little penchant for, for that. Let's give them a position of authority. So therefore, they're then malleable to whatever it is that the message that we want to pass through to the, to the populace is. And should they deviate from that plan in any way whatsoever, we dangle the CCTV footage or the bank account transfers or the, whatever it is, you know. I, I mean, that would make yeah. sense to me if I wanted to control society. Yeah. I sort of interrupted my own, my own question, though, which, which I didn't give you the chance to answer it, which is, what do you... How do these parties manifest themselves? Do they sort of spring up, you know, you because, I mean, I've, I've been in situations where, you know, you've had a few drinks and uh, where should we go next? Is, is, is that how it happens? Or, 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 or do you get formal invites or what? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't even want to go into the beginnings of any of that stuff because I would genuinely be concerned for myself. And I mean that in an honest and loser, normal, honest way. I, I, I wouldn't want to, but I can, I can guarantee to you I've been to them. I totally, look, look I totally respect that. I, I, I you know, what, I wouldn't want to put your life in any danger and i suspect that this is this is the area which does get you really does get you bumped off for example who knows but but at the same time what if you were if you wanted to control an entire culture and redefine it and make sure that that culture had a singular narrative which was dictated from above not below how would you do that with how would you get every single person from every single institution to count out of it you'd need to have something on them wouldn't you you'd need to have at least something on them yeah you go well you know um let's imagine that there's a you know a really famous celebrity called like the biggest radio four mind in the world called tarquin theobald pumphrey right and they whenever they go yeah. to, to anyone for the big documentary that they're going to do with tarquin theobald pumphrey Tarquin Theobald is going to say what Tarquin Theobald is going to say. Now, what about if Tarquin Theobald doesn't think that? If there's a video of Tarquin Theobald slowly sidling his way past a, you know, let's say a butcher's block in a kitchen in somebody's house somewhere where someone is being sexually assaulted, then, you know, Tarquin Theobald maybe 
will change their story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sure, I see that. I've often wondered how many of the people who get get the sort of the compromise situation, how many of them are willing accomplices, and and how many of them are just kind of that it, that it's a gradual process where they're drawn into it and they get in so deep, you know, desperate for it, so though, steeped aren't you? in blood or whatever. You're desperate for it. You're desperate Except for the attention, to feel important, to feel like you matter. That in some way, you know, you, people are desperate for it. They're desperate for it. And it also reminds me, that's why the good people get so persecuted all the time. Those with fewer, possibly, not, we all look, we're all uh, sinful, beyond sinful. So, you know, but why is it that people I respect and admire are persecuted relentlessly and people I loathe and despise are national treasures? I, I find that, and, and I, it's not jealousy, I'm not jealous that... Tarquin Theobald, whatever, is, whatever the final name I invented for him, is a national treasure. But I'm like, it is strange that, you know, you, these people have very, very, very successful careers before the whole thing comes crumbling down in a second because of a vice that could have been spotted decades before. That's not a conspiracy theory. These things yeah. happen every day. They just happen every day. Here's the amazing Scottish place I wanted to recommend to you. I, th- I think this is a really good experiment, by the way. Uh, people who are sharklings, uh, uh, friends of the pod, who want to advertise their product to the right audience, people like us, people who like this sort of thing, people who want to help one another um, and have a good time, obviously. So he's got these two properties in Scotland, half a mile from Loch Ness, and the nearest town is Inverness, one sleeps six, the other is a pod that sleeps sleeps two. I've been looking at the website, it looks amazing. I haven't I haven't I haven't stayed there yet. Uh it's lochnessstay.smooboo.net.net. I'll put the details below. Anyway, they're in somewhere called Drumnadrocket. I hope I've pronounced that right, which is not far from Urquhart Castle. Um the Loch Ness Stay is a garden flat in the Glen of Furness in Drumnadrocket. Sleeps up to six guests, ground floor garden flat with a beautiful riverside location and forest view. And the other one, Loch Ness Stay, sleep up to two guests, fully equipped luxury pod with ensuite shower room and toilet, warm and cozy, comfortable memory foam king size size bed. Anyway, I'll put the details below the uh, the, the podcast and you get if you apply to through the right website which is the one that goes lochnessstay.smooboo.net and, and you mention the Delling pod you get a 10% discount but here's why I think this is a venture worth supporting I mean I, I'm assuming that this is a really amazing place so it looks it but this guy the guy, the guy who owns these places uh, went up to Scotland with his family to to prepare for the kind of the horrors that are coming and give his give his family a kind of nice rural life eating homegrown vegetables. But it says hosts are on side and team James. Families, motorbikers, smokers, religious, unjabbed, unwoke, males, females and other socially ostracized groups especially welcome. Cash preferred location is idyllic. Um what more can I say? Enjoy. Let me know how you get on if you if you go there. Yeah, I yeah. Um. So, the obviously I I disagree with you totally about 
democracy. I mean, not not least because if you'd ask the ancient Greeks about democracy, they'd say, "Well, you don't want to go there. It's democracy is really not is not the ideal at all." What would they and have said? What we've got. Them. Well, they'd probably have said they're sort of they've chosen something which is a sort of ruled by some enlightened elite, probably like aristocracy. Doesn't Aristos? I think Aristos means the best. Not, not you know, not the, not the, the poshest. But I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I haven't. I don't know enough about about my ancient Greek. All, all I know is that democracy was not one of their, their top options. They recognised the, 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 the flaws with, within it. And look, I mean, it, it's beyond. It's beyond the, the voting machines. It's yeah. I mean, the two party system is is clearly deeply corrupt with with nonces and perverts and liars and scumbags on in every single party and they're all they're all they're not none of them is worth is is worth voting for which is why i was just curious as to why you're standing in the in the bar election other than to kind of get your views out or, or whatever because i'm interested why are you doing it because i'm interested to see whether a, it's a question. It's a process of elimination, isn't it? In terms of all of this stuff, you have to work out: is the idea that you can stick your X on a ballot paper when everyone goes, "I'm so fed up. I'm so fed up of the fact that I'm not represented by any political force in this country that turns around and, you know, says if there was ever a lockdown again, we would. If there was ever a pandemic again, we would totally leave it up to you to do whatever you wanted to do. We trust the people. The people are, have the sovereignty, their own personal individual sovereignty, and that's what we respect. I'm interested to see if there's anyone who would vote for those simple ideas of complete... Right of individual liberty or whether it is literally board of blue vote for red so i'm interested on that level and b i do think that when our moment comes which it will because let's face it we we all know which way we're heading when our moment comes whether that will have a political arm to it or not now look if i if what i suspect happens in uxbridge and rice uh, happens, then I have to go. All right, I what am I going to do instead with the backing and support that I have, uh, if both financial and you know, people wise? And it, it may turn out that that needs to be challenged possibly legally, you may need to use the law. But at the moment, I'm like a little political jihadist, and I'm, I'm going out to people and I'm saying. Uh, free speech is primary. Is it, the primacy of free speech is everything. There is no immediate climate crisis. Stop telling children that they can become girls or boys. Um, you know, stop spending the, the every single ounce of the media spreading fear to people all the time. Because you know, as you know well know from having read the Bible, it says don't be afraid all the time. So I'm interested to know whether there is a there is a demos for that, whether there is a constituency for that. And if there is, and suddenly for some mad reason, red beats blue or blue beats red or whatever happens, and I get sort of more than, I don't know, 300 votes or whatever it is that these little parties get, then you go, oh, OK, well, that's something you can build on. But, you know, it's not, I don't have a plan like, I don't want to be a political party in the way that someone like Reform wants to be a political party. I've got no interest in that. But if you say, you know, Batley is a good example. If you wanted to stand someone over an issue of free speech and you put that to the people and the people actually voted and the conservatives, ultimately you want tension. Politics requires tension, doesn't it? 
a good politics requires tension. You want someone to think one thing and someone to think something else, and it just to be a bit tense. Like you, it's why London Calling is a good podcast. Because you, after a while, Toby keeps trying to convince you of one thing and you keep trying to turn around and say it's rubbish. So there's tension, and do, that's why it's engaging. Do you think he does try and convince me? I, I, yeah, I think, he did, because, I, well, I, I think he thinks that... I think he's now adopted the position of... of, of, of I, I love Toby, as you know, and I love you. But um, I think Toby's adopted the position of, like, you're lost in the wilderness and... He's going to keep trying to beckon you back as Christ would. Ah, uh, you know, and yeah, he, you know. I I wonder actually, Loza, whether whether part of your problem, <laughs> sorry to, to psychoanalyze you, uh, or whatever, is that you 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 still want to be liked by the people who aren't worth being liked by. Now, now I don't I, I didn't mean Toby in that. Although I do I do think that Toby is Toby is at best. A gatekeeper. He could well be control opposition. I sometimes wonder about the role of his sidekick. I, 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 some of the things he says on London Calling are so weird. It's like but someone's feeding information. Can I, just, can I quickly interrupt you? If I wanted to still be yeah. liked by those people, James, wouldn't it seem likely yeah. that I would be currently sat on the roof bar of a very expensive hotel in the Maldives on a four-day break between filming? having a large amount to drink while shagging. Yeah, but, but you still speak to Julia Hartley Brewer. What? Wouldn't you? If you saw Julia, you'd, you'd, you'd find it easier... Let's put it this way. You'd find it easier to talk to her than I would. Possibly, but you're... you're, 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 well, you're actually, you, you're not quite as bad as some of the puritanical right-wing wokies that I find really irritating. Like your friend Mao H or whatever she was, the one who's like, I've been all over the Reclaim Party and you can't join it. And I'm like... Oh, we can talk about that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, we'll we'll, we'll, like, we'll, we'll come to that one. But Google, I suppose... Google the Reclaim Party, go, go, out, go into company's house and see if we've got a bank account. And then see, how do you have a membership structure without a bank account? Instead of writing a 3,000-word essay on how I'm controlled opposition, why don't you in- just instead do your research? That's, like, of course I'll give you that. Well, to be fair, look, I mean, look, I, I know you're upset about that. And, I'm not uh, but upset. It, but it wasn't it just about you. Is it, uh, that it's bad journalism. I'm annoyed by the lack of research. Okay. So, so um, to, to, to her point, this, you're talking about Miri AF. Um, That's right. Um, she she had a go at you as as she cited as evidence that that you are suspect because your party you can't even join it is that that, that was her point you can become and, a registered and your response is you can become a registered supporter of our party of which there are tens and tens and tens of thousands and growing fastest growing political party in the UK yeah. but you can't become a member how many have you got it's about 60 something now and then we've got different pots Ooh. for different things anyway we've got the legal pots we got that's good yeah. We got various stuff. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a nothing. But the thing is, mm. if she, you know, the, us who are like, don't cancel the banks. You had this conversation on London Calling with Toby. You're like, surely anyone should be able to have a bank account. I mean, you know, anyone. Yeah. And you, you went as far as to say, even vested foreign interests should be able to have a bank account. You know, they're British citizens. Why would you deny it? We have been denied a bank account by um, by the banks. We we were allowed a bank account for two years, but no one was allowed to donate to it. And it helped us with our sort of finance structure. And then it was closed. We got given a steady little 60-day warning. It was closed. No bank account. I can't have members. 
I can't have people go, oh, please right. donate two, two pounds a month to the Reclaim Party. And Miriam IH, or whatever her name is, she could have just checked that. And that would have been a fact. And she also could have checked how many registered supporters we had. But instead, right-wing Wokies, puritanical right-wing Wokies like that, who are so far down every single rabbit hole, it just bores me half to tears because we're all on the same team, should, could just go, I'm going to be fair in my reporting. Because I don't... Do, do you well, genuinely I, think I'd rather be doing this than I would be sat on the roof of a hotel in Belize uh, on 100 grand... Well, actually, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? In a, in a way, I I, I do. Because... <laughs> no, no, no. no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm defending your position here. I'm, mm. I'm saying I, I think you know that you are much better off chatting to me now Um than you would be on a roof in a roof bar in Belize with say if if I'm thinking of the kind of people that that in your alternative universe you'd be having cocktails with I'm thinking definitely you're better off in your in your home doing this podcast spoke, because yeah, we, yeah, you and I know like I spoke. they spoke like you and I spoke we had the same chat it was the same thing okay. they just don't say it in public okay. well, but you're much more fun Right. Well, well, I suppose. I suppose. Well, look, just just the, the the point about about um, say Julia H B. Yeah. Um, I've 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 never quite. I mean, this was when I wasn't even very farther down the rabbit hole. Like two years ago, I was. You were at the rally. You were. You were. Which I think is about of your authenticity. You know, you were at these these various London marches with your dad and your lovely brother and and your your your, your posse, and you were there. You were keeping it real. And I remember sort of bumping into Julia in Hyde Park as we were gathering. And I was working for Breitbart at the time and I was trying to do a bit of Vox Pop and, um, and, and, and she, wouldn't, she, she wouldn't do it. She, she, you know, I was already toxic in her eyes or in her employer's eyes. And since then, you know, I've looked at her stuff and I realised that she is technically... Um, you're almost the, the definition of, of gatekeeper or controlled opposition. I think she's definitely gatekeeper anyway. Um, she's and I find it, I find it very, very difficult to take seriously anymore all those of my my sort of previous lovey friends, and I, I don't include you in this, but people who've um, people who've made this pact with the devil. Because this devil I'm talking about isn't a kind of metaphorical character. It is the devil. Agree. And I, I, I don't see how you can break bread with these people. I just, just I, I wouldn't want to be in a room with them. But Jesus spent a lot of time in the desert with the devil, didn't he? 40 days. Well, the, yeah, the, the, devil was, was, the devil was tempting him. <laughs> and he was not, yeah, but, the, Jesus was very clear that the devil was not his friend. Yeah, but um, the, Jesus didn't turn around and go, sorry, mate, you're not allowed to speak to me. Uh, you're not allowed to be on my podcast. He, he, the devil was speaking to him and he was listening. No, what, what, what he said was that, that look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a, a, with the, I'm going to heal the centurion's daughter. I'm going to hang out with publicans and tax collectors and stuff. The, the sort of the unwar, which is not being, not dissing my audience, but, you know, even before I became this thing that I am now, I became very conscious in the run-up to it of the kind of people 
who would accost me on the platform at, at various London stations or accost me in the streets. And they were, they were not your kind of establishment figures. They, were, they weren't exactly publicans and whores and stuff. You know, but, but they definitely were slightly marginalised people. And I think that's my constituency and I love them and I don't want to be with the with the in crowd because almost by definition the in crowd are the wrong crowd. But you need that's what it is. You need a broad crowd. So you need on on one you know, as you quite rightly point out at the beginning of your statement, this is a spiritual war. It's not a sort of jokey political back and forth thing anymore. Nothing that's you know, obviously it's been brought into sharp focus in the last uh, three years. But you know, we've all kind of gone in the last three years, but this is an a, a 100% a spiritual war. But that doesn't mean that you can't yeah. have within that spiritual war, you can't have the Tobies who believe that, you know, we lobby the government over this issue and that that's not an important thing to do. Or the Julia Hartley Brewers who go, you know, I, as much as I will, on the one hand, I will, you know, with the knowledge available to her, she felt that it was the right thing to do to, to say that, you know, maybe you should take the vaccine. We shouldn't succumb to the woke stuff of being puritanical about it. You're, you're go- crediting... You're, 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 you're giving her credit where, where no credit is... is I'm not is giving anyone credit. The, I'm, the, I'm turning around and saying, if you genuinely believe in the sovereignty of the individual then you have to believe in the sovereignty of other individuals as well. So if, if, if someone thinks that it's a really good idea... I don't know what you mean about... It sounds well, like a well, phrase to me, sovereignty of the well, okay, individual. Okay. What I mean by sovereignty of the individual is I'm not taking your fucking medicine unless I want to. Yeah. You're not going to force me to do it. You're not going to bully me into doing it. You're not going to coerce me into doing it. I don't want your stupid injection. If you turned around to me at the beginning of, that, of the uh, scandemic and said, you know what, this is terrible pandemic going around the world. We've got an experimental drug, which we don't know if it works at all, but we're willing to give it a go because it might save a few old people. I, I think a lot of people might have got more on board with it, actually, and wouldn't have been so angry now. Now, there's going to be a large constituency of people that will still hold that view, but who hold the core beliefs that we hold, which is we're in a war between good and evil. We're not in a war between... We're in a war of theology. I don't actually. think Julia Hartley Brewer thinks that. I don't even think Toby I've thinks asked that. Her. This is the problem. Yeah, but have you asked her? Oh, what? Julia... Do yeah. you think do you think we're in a spiritual war and that and that, that, that half the points you make on on your radio show are basically serving Satan? Uh, no, I don't think she's going to go. Yeah, actually, James, you make a really good point there. Maybe I should give up my five hundred thousand quid a year uh, broadcasting career in my infinity pool holidays, which I broadcast on Twitter every other week. She's really going to say that. Yeah, but what, have you ever? Have you ever? Not, here's a question for you: Have you ever yeah. privately messaged her and said, "Would you come on the Dunning Pod?" No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be interested in having her on the Dunning Pod. That's the Why thing. Not? I, I was going to come. to... Why not? That's what I'm team because, Toby. See, I become a bit team Toby. Yeah, yeah but come but, on. Okay. Why not? So look, we're, 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 look, we, we can. We, we'll, 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 we'll come back to that that point. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to escape it. I just. I just want to. I want to deal with this, this territory, which I think is quite interesting for a lot of a lot of people watching this, because and they're going to kill me if they don't, if I don't ask you about this stuff, which is, okay. So, I, I had Mary AF that you that you don't like. You, you think she doesn't do her research on the on the show the other day, 
and I, I I really like her writing. I think she is she is pretty much the the forty something female version of me. She's she's hardcore, but she makes me look like a, a, a wimp in as much as her phrase is, "If you know their name, they're in the game." So so basically, anyone who even if you think they're on side, like say RFK Junior or Russell Brand or who the other of this one, Russell Brand and help me here who's, who's the other one that everyone thinks is Tate a, a one of us but isn't yeah Andrew Tate is a good example uh, you know and I love you've, you've actually you've picked one of my weak spots there because I love I love Andrew Tate I mean I just think he's <laughs> he's he gave me one of the dreamiest podcasts he he, he 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 shoots from the hip he's intelligent he's sassy and stuff but I know that there's something wrong there um, I mean, I, I, I do, but yeah, but that's it. This is exactly the problem. So there are these people out there who are, they say things that people like me love. That, And of course, this is by design. It's like when Robert RFK Jr. talks about, about Fauci, I'm going, yeah. Go, croaky voice. Go, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, and when when Andrew Tate talks about about the proper role of men and women, I go, yeah. You you stick it to the to the feminazis. And and here's the other one. Yeah. And 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 when Russell Brand asks searching questions about who really runs the world, I think, yeah. Go for it. But I know that in in each. Oh yeah. The other one, of course, is Jordan Peterson, who is a complete complete trap that what i'm saying is that there are these designated characters you know if they need heroes we shall provide them you know the, the albert pike thing that there are these people out there who are designed to lure us into these pens to corral us and 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 and, and defang us to take away our fight to, to steer us down wrong alleys and and we and so many of us are deceived you know your bible we are enjoined to be wise as serpents. And so many of our people, even, even the Christians among us who, who, who ought to know this stuff, are not wise and serpent, as serpents. Because as soon as something comes along which, which pushes our buttons, we go, yeah, but this guy's all right because, because he's saying stuff that, that appeals to my, you know, whatever, my discernment. Like, yeah, right. Uh, uh, so it's not like... It's not like there was a respectable position. What I'm saying is I can understand where Miri is coming from, even though I don't agree with her, because I, I still love you. I still I trust Andrew Bridgen. But that it, it's not... It, I, I don't think that people who think as Miri does are exactly completely off-beam. Because can I, can there are people show, out there to trap us. Can I give you a showbiz analogy? Sorry? Can I give you a yeah. showbiz analogy? So when I worked on Lewis for the 10 years that I worked on Lewis, I probably worked with, let's say, what, a series was six episodes, so six uh, casts of 50. I probably worked with about 200 young actors over the mm. period of the entire 10-year show, right? And their attitude was, this is all beneath me. I'm going to become something bigger. Right? And for a percentage yeah. of them, a proportion of them did. 
and some of them became huge stars. But that's not to say that um, they weren't, they didn't have integrity or anything like that. It was just that they were driven in a slightly different way from maybe the way that some other people are driven. So what I'm trying to say is, if you know someone's name, that could be incidental to their views. I, I, I don't think the cabal are sitting there having covered a virgin in goat's blood and going, you know what, let's give Loza a bit of time in the sun or Andrew Bridgin or, you know, because that's what I think is the, where we are in danger of doing what the other side do, which is go, we're so puritanical, we can't even engage with the other side, which why my initial question to you, which like, why don't you send an email to Julia and go, Julia, come on the Delling pod and let me ask you a few hard questions. And these are the questions I'd like to ask you. And I'd want, I, I'd be really interested to know. And if she turns around and goes, no, James, I'm not going to do it because I'm too worried about the effect that would have on my reputation and my holidays in Mauritius, then you know that she's obviously then representing a constituency that, you know, is dependent on other things. But, you know, you started off this yeah. whole conversation by turning around to me saying, you know, you're doing me so much damage by speaking to you. Fuck that. Sorry. With all due respect, as I've always said, all roads lead to, to Dellingpole which is you're hunting the truth. Now, the truth leads down some pretty nasty roads, but I do think you make a mistake to think that someone like, if you know, I think, I think what, what that is, is uh, what Miri, I didn't listen to the podcast because I was annoyed with her research stuff, but I think that's probably one of the yeah. laziest bits of half philosophy that I could, it's, it's a soundbite philosophy of, of the right-wing woke, is what it sounds like to me. Um, so, I th I'm interested in as i often say that the only thing i'm really interested in is is discovering truth mm. and it would be a complete waste of my time to engage with anyone who i knew beforehand was not interested in engaging with the truth it's, it's, it's why people say oh people used to say why don't you have michael gove on you know he's an old mate and it's like i'm not interested in somebody who can elegantly rebuff my questions uh, but cunningly and charmingly slip away it would be like trying to nail jelly to a wall uh, julia's techniques would be different but they would but she'd be essentially doing the same thing she would be she'd be avoided look nobody simply nobody um working at lbc for example is that where she works? No, she, she's at talk radio, isn't she? Which I is a God, you can thing. And it's not like I, it's, <laughs> it's not like I go, oh, Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, everything Murdoch touches is is part of the. Part he of hates the God. He hates God. That man. Well, of course he does. They all do. They all do. That to have that job, by definition, you are part of the debate system. You have, you have made your pact with the devil. You're not going to turn around on a kind of minor league podcast like mine. And it's very niche. I mean, it's very good, but it's very niche. You're not going to turn around and suddenly go, oh, hang on a second. Yeah, you're right. When I talk about Ukraine, I'm doing so from a position of complete ignorance. And all I'm doing is pushing a narrative which has been fed to me by... By forces that I really don't want to talk about here, but 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 I mean, like anyone, anyone seriously pushing the official narrative on on Ukraine is essentially pushing MI6's narrative, the deep state's narrative, the the narrative of some really really bad people yeah, but you're who right, want to feed. Yeah. 
You're overthinking it. 80% no, I'm not. I'm not, oh, actually. 80% of people, we've learned this, surely you've realised this, 80% of people are massive cowards. We know that. The pandemic taught us that. 80% of yeah. people will be told exactly what to do by, and whatever it is. And, we, and that, for me, as a human being, is one of the most depressing things I've learned in my entire life is that 80% of people are cowardly. But the great thing I have taken from this is that 20% of people aren't. And those 20% of people may, on the fringes of them, on the acceptable James Dellingpole fringes of them, which includes Toby, who you're like, can we go to Culture Corner now? Can we please go to Culture Corner now? I don't want to talk about the issues of the day. Those people are part of what what is the broad So who are you parodying him, Toby or me? You, I don't want to... This morning, you were just like, you because I, I, I can tell now when you're talking on the show, it makes me laugh so much. Jane, uh, Toby's obviously done all the work because you, you're, you're, you literally ca- cannot be asked to do anything except seek truth, as you said. So Toby's done the work and he's gone, uh, so I'd like to speak about this story this week and uh, this story and do you mind talking about this story? And you've gone, oh, God, can we not just go to Culture Corner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, but hang on a second, look. This is where I worry about. This is where I think you do. You you are. It, it's weird that you know that you know that who's running the show by God's permission. You know you know all, all the stuff. You know all the rabbit hole stuff, and yet at the same time, you maintain that it's worth my while engaging with conversation about something which you know is a figment of 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 the the cabal's imagination i'm talking about news that 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 it's, it's beneath I'm me not, to I'm even talk about, about the news I'm not it's just made up shit i'm not talking about news i'm talking about views so i was speaking to uh peter bogosian the other day who is a really interesting man and he said to me the best thing you can ever do in life is ask questions and my mother was the same she she was the same she just asked questions all the time of people and and you people reveal themselves so what i'm saying is if you put yourself in your little castle and you go the rules are that if i've heard your name then you're already working for the other side you're controlled opposition if you think Julia Hartley Brewer has got anything useful to say, you're controlled opposition. Whereas actually what you should do is you should go, I, James Ellingpole, want the answers to these questions. And actually what will happen is your position will be reinforced if somebody turns around to you and goes, I'm not engaging with you, mate. No way. I'm you're not telling engaging me with my you. job. Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, because all roads lead to Dellingpole, right? It's just... What I, I already I think I already do too many podcasts. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut this one short. No, I was just thinking. I, I can really imagine that it's unfair to pick on Julie. I don't know why because there are lots of other people. But you know, we could talk about Dan Hannon would be an equally good name to, to yeah. an example or whatever. Anyone who shifts narratives, but anyone. No one's. No one is going to be. None of my audience, and rightly so, would be going. Oh, great, great! James has got Dan on this week. I wonder what. I wonder what points he's going to make in 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 defence of the Conservative Party this week. It, that there is no point talking to people who are creatures of the beast system, and it, it it's not. It's not. They've made a choice. They've made a choice to um to bat for their particular team. So in Dan's case. He's been ennobled. He's been given a place in the Lords, so he gets what you know gets to sit in their Bernie Inn style canteen. 
he gets to call himself Lord and, and, and to be gracious by not calling himself Lord when he when he wants to show how down with the people he is. All the perks, you know, probably probably Lady Han and his hand I don't know. Um his children get called do they get called the on? I don't know. But anyway, he gets all the perks. In return for this pact with the devil, he has to say at every turn, you know, people complain about how unconservative the Conservative Party are, but I say they're doing a jolly good job and they are real conservatives and you think oh my how can you do this stuff well you know the answer to that question in the same way julia's got the infinity pools julia's got this job there's a there are lines she can't cross she was never allowed to talk to to speak ill of the the death jabs and and she should have been she should have been able to but But she should have done so you're upset about your you should you should also in your confidence of the fact that the death jabs are the death jabs and my view which is slightly different from yours a bit more you know i think you and uh Bridgen are probably much more down one row of it than i am and also m- most of the science is now behind this but my view is has always been it's just don't chuck shit in your body that you don't need just don't chuck shit in your body you don't need unless you want to that was that was my view but i would say that in order to like create more uh, strength and 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 follow fellowship with your position you should at least ask julia and then interrogate her no, because or not it's, it's or, even worse than that loza it's even worse than that you're you're basically in art you asking me to break bread with not just the enemy, but people who always will be will be the enemy, and there's a reason for that. Does Look, that make you woke, though? Maybe the thing we've maybe the thing we've learned above all from um, from the last three years is the degree to which our opinions are led um, and informed and prodded, cattle prodded, by a media and an entertainment industry and so on, which is not our friend, which is actually just a kind of gigantic brainwashing device. And that people who are part of that media are very much part of the problem. That they are the ones that you, 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 you mentioned earlier, all those people on the streets who think that, think that, that climate change is real, that is a problem. Why do they think that? It's because they've been told these lies relentlessly by the media. And okay, so, Julia's designated area of rightness is that she's allowed to call out climate change. You know, so what? That that once you know the truth about the world, and it's not it's not actually difficult once you start asking questions, as all journalists should do, then it becomes morally, intellectually untenable to be putting a blue and yellow flag on your on your house. It becomes morally untenable to be saying anything positive about death jabs. It becomes morally untenable to say anything positive about, about all the agendas. It's not, you, you can't pick and mix and go, oh, here are some points where I kind of agree with you, but I disagree with you on, on Ukraine, as, as Toby does. It, it's just... No, I'm looking to increase your... I'm sorry, but... I, I, all I'm saying is... As I'm I saying, don't want to. Yeah, but I do, because it's my constituency. I want to be, I want to be niche. Okay, so well, that that makes you that that's the right wing version of being woke. It's like going, I'm above all. Of no, it. it's not. It's it, it, it's like, just that. The, the, and it's like you're not the, above it. And also, where where are your own blind spots, um, dude? 
Where are your own blind spots? Well, I mean, look, I've, I've probably got loads. Well, I, Tony, I, I may be wrong. Tony's blind spot on you. It's possible. He turns around and he says, you're, you've become a moral Puritan. And, you, and he, he, go, he turns around to you and goes, you're a moral Puritan. And he, oh, I, and he has this sort of tone in his voice because he worked, as he's a self-confessed workaholic, he goes, you know, I just work all day and then I you know, speak to you and I see what you're becoming, but I'm very sympathetic and I understand and you, you're really searching for truth. But all of us grown-ups know that you're a bit of a loon it's like all i'm saying is increase your constituency turn around and challenge these people and say to so mm-hmm. that even goes you know why not i think you're i mean if your audience are worth listening to other than if they're just a bunch of you and me's then what are we well yeah. it's it's an oddly it's, it's an oddly blunt criticism to accuse me of moral puritanism i mean i'm a christian for god for goodness sake i, I, I that, that's the deal well no of the deal is the opposite. you're a, 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 you're a strong, born again christian the deal is the opposite strong, the deal is the opposite a strong moral compass and 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 it's not like i mean not that i'm suggesting i'm i'm the new jesus or anything but you know i do, I do kind of see him as a role model and i i don't notice anything in in the scriptures which says that Jesus was trying to suck up to the 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 editor or the chief columnist of the the Galilee Bugle or the the Nazareth Chica. Times in order to, to in order to to, to 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 shift the dial on the argument. He he didn't waste his time. He just sort of got among the people, and that's what I want to do. If people yeah, want to find me, fear, I'm too busy building the wall. I'm too busy building the wall. I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, I'm just saying it's very easy for me to sit there and go, well, no one's going to vote for me because, you know, they'll vote red or blue and it's ridiculous. But part of me wants to believe and part of me wants to give people an opportunity to go, you know what, you could actually, by some miracle, if you really did care and there were enough of us who believe what we believe, you could go, yeah, we'll send Lozo to Parliament, see what he says there. You know, why not? What's wrong with that? As, a th- as an idea. You know, what's wrong with it as an idea? Well, I look. I mean, I, I, I love. It would add definitely to the gaiety of nations if, if you, by some miracle. Really? And I mean, look, God, God does work in mysterious ways. I mean, I mean, that you look at, you look at some of the victories he won for the children of Israel with his power. So, so it's well within his abilities to get you into Parliament. I'm not sure it's going to happen. Well, that's, um, that's and I'm not sure even if it did, it would be. Be, be worth it. So, so what would you have? You'd have two people in the chamber instead of one saying, one, well, hang one. on a second, are we sure that these people dropping dead like flies are, mightn't have something to do with the vaccine rather than the lockdown? Bridgins asked for an emergency, but, emergency question on that every single week that he's been part of the Reclaim Party. He's asked for an emergency question on the excess deaths. He's asked for it every week and every week it's turned down. So at least someone is in well, part the, actually asking for it. You know, it, it better there than us on the outside going, this is ridiculous, there are 2,500 people extra a week dying. And, and, you know, the minute someone dies who says, I've had the jabs and I've got problems with my heart, they then die and we all go, no, it never happened, sorry, we're moving along. At least we've got Bridging in there. Well, saying, well look, you know, but I, we've, we've, already, we've, already, we've already established that I am, I am Team Lossop and I am team andrew i often enjoy my although I've, I've noticed you know he stopped smoking as well yeah but do you know why he stopped smoking because he like yes a, he regret, you know why he stopped smoking 
Because he got double Pfizer. Yeah, well, tell us. I, I, I know why I think I know. Yeah, he got double Pfizer because he was the MP and, and he believed the bollocks and he woke up so quickly because he started getting letters of people saying, I've had a really bad reaction, something's not worked. And he started doing his research because he's got a biology degree. And, and one of the things that um, has been said to him by medical professionals is something like smoking, the effects of smoking are going to be massively exacerbated. So he's suddenly got much more problems with his lungs, much more problems with uh, hay fever, much more problems with inflammatory response. You know, you've done millions of podcasts and all this sort of stuff. I don't need to go into it. But essentially, those jabs are very bad. And he's given up smoking, smoking for this smoking. Which oh, I thought I, I thought you'd done it done it for even more worrying reasons because he's had loads and loads of threats. Poor chap. Um, no, nasty he, yeah, threats. Yeah, but join the from club. From the whips I, included. I was. The, I mean, I'm. I'm sorry to have a li- not much sympathy for people who have threats. I've CCTV outside my door. I whenever I go anywhere. I was out in campaigning yesterday. Police all over me. I can't go into an airport without police being all over me. I went to the trans pride thing the police are attacking me instead of some hairy armpitted man with boobs uh, screaming and shouting in my face you know i know whose side everybody is on you know what i mean but the threat oh do you do you get physically hassled at, at things do you... yeah i go there to ask questions so i'm not i don't go there with an agenda i go and i ask questions so yeah yeah sure i, I no, i'm like... just curious well you're 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 bigger than me. I mean, can uh, do you, are you, could you handle yourself? I've got a fucking great can you? on the back of my neck. If someone punched me in the face, I'd be paralysed. You know, I, I'm not in a position to fight anybody. Not that I would. Don't want... give them ideas, Loza. Don't tell them your weaknesses. That's that's. But I want to go riding. I want to go riding with you. I'm. I'm. I've got to. You know. I've, I'm worried that they've been planted like an extra. Even though I was already extremely intelligent, I'm worried that they might have planted an even smarter chip in the back of my um, gender-affirming neck vagina. Well, they they might have done. <laughs> um, uh, so you distracted me by, by... I love distracting you. The only way to distract you is to become more surreal than you are. Well, you see, the thing is that, that you, you, well, the problem is you, you move my train of thought onto this bloody keto stuff that I'm doing, which is really I've been annoying. listening about your, about your keto thing. So my mother, God rest her soul, she said from when we were children, she went, the sugar thing is a lie. She went, it's a lie. That you need to, it's not sugar that is, uh, sorry, it's not, the fat thing is a lie. It's not fat which is harmful for you, it's sugar right. which is harmful to you. You must eat this, and she was, she said it from day one. And in the same way as my dad stopped us when we were tiny young children, and he broke the car really fast, and he was obviously listening to something on the radio that was being spouted by the bullshit, bullshit corporation. And he turned around and he pointed it at all of the kids and he went, this is postmodernism. That's what you're dealing with. It's postmodernism. It's the enemy. It's anti-God. It's anti-everything. It's the devil. And we were all like, you were five. Calm down. In the same way, my mum was right about the, about the fact that you should be a keto diet person. Yes. Well, your mum, your mum, God rest her soul, was. Well, I'm sure she's. I'm sure she's in heaven now. She sounds great, but, but um, she's right. 
But it doesn't doesn't mean that keto isn't a massive pain. It's really hard to stay in ketosis. I find you. There's, you look there's good, 25 though. grams of. Well, I feel. Thank you. I I I feel all right, but I haven't gone into. I, I keep peeing on a stick, um, and I haven't gone into. You know, it's, it's never the dark purple that you want it to be. Um, Shove it up your nose. Uh, Shove it up your nose and mm. send it off to a lab. All I'm all I'm doing, I, like I'm I'm gorging on clotted cream, um, which which is a treat the first few days. But when it becomes all you can eat, can you? Oh, you a can't do a eat a mess. You can't do eat a mess because that's got the meringue in it. Can you do fruit? No, and I don't like. I've never I've never been a massive fan of sugar. I mean, I I, I like a cake now and again, but it's the cream element I've always liked in a cake. You like um, cookie? No, the thing I miss is. Oh. Just the sort of the crunch of toast and the crunch of chips and the, the, you know, you need a bit of, and pasta. It's nice having pasta now and again. Surely some vegan, um, some vegan evil bastard has invented some toast you can eat. Oh, yeah, but you know what? I don't believe in these substitutes. The, 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 this sort of, if you're going to go keto, you go keto and stuff. I mean, I mean, I would go full carnival, but it's just too boring to have to. But what it, so what is the what is the search for? Is it is it relating to the virus disease? Is it going right? I've got a thing which I have yeah. to stay in. Therefore, I'm. So what's it in you that's made you go? Because you're always searching oh. for something. You're always searching. Yes. For something well, okay, okay. So I try lots of. I try loads of things. So one of the things I I I, I do is potato, which is really good. But when I get my acute bouts of, 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 of Lyme, which sort of comes back like malaria, um, I find that Boteco, even when I've got my pauses pretty, pretty good, is not quite enough. Um, and yeah, I could if I, if I sort of pushed it and obsessively, maybe it would work a bit better. But it makes me think, oh, I must do these other things. So I'm thinking the reason... You know, I, I I read so much stuff from so many different sources, and it's hard to know which one. I mean, I'm I'm doing a a a, a thing with Clive Decal, um, a live event quite soon, and one of the things I'm going to ask him is this: Look, Clive, there are all these alternative things, and I don't know which way to turn, and I don't trust the the establishment system. But at the same time, do do, do lots of things work, or do you have to try them all, or, or how does it? What's the deal? Um, anyway. Um, I'm, I'm doing keto because as I understand it, what you do is you, you get rid of all the, the all the toxins that are, are, are stored in this, this bad fat. And if you go into ketosis, you replace the bad fat with the good, good bad fat. fat. And I'm quite interested in, in, in the purgative process whereby all the toxins get expunged. And maybe this will help me for a while. And is that there an element of mortality to that, or is there, or is it genuine curiosity about uh, how what you ingest will affect your the, your ability to, I don't know, conceive, think, not obviously conceive because, well, maybe conceive now that you're a, you could be a woman. Oh, but, uh, I just know. want to be able to do to to to, um, to do what I'm doing and be sort of more or less on 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 good form. I don't really. I don't really care when when you know if 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 God's decided my numbers up at any particular occasion. That it's not like I've got any fear of death. Is that one of the so I mean, when you I, became I, a Christian? Was that one of the best things that happened to you? You stopped fearing. Yes, death? totally. 
Yeah, that was for me. Yes. Like, just, I don't well, care. Well, it's got to be, hasn't it? Me. That, no. That's, I don't fear anything whatsoever at all. It's amazing. Like, this, I don't fear a single thing. Yes. Not, not even, I, 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 I try and think sometimes, I fantasise in my stupid little uh, actor's brain, because, you know, actors have stupid little brains that are focused on small things. I try and fantasise about the, the thing that could possibly terrify me, and the only thing that could terrify me is someone harming my children. That's the only thing that would t- really, truly terrify me. But someone sort of coming up to me with a big knife and going, what I'm going to do is I'm going to slip this into your stomach. And I'm, I'm just like, well, go for it, son. You're saving me a whole load of aggro. Well, yeah, I, I don't think I, I mean, like, I, I look, I think about the, um, the Christians in the arena with the lions, and I'm thinking it can't have been much fun. I mean, I, you can see why they, they, they would have shot themselves, uh, and at the same time, this is what I don't get about some Christians: that, that if you're a Christian, you surely it, it's entry level stuff to understand that the afterlife is 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 going to be better than this one and that this this is just a kind of you know temporary state which we're blessed with and we should enjoy while we've got it but when it's gone it's not the end and christianity if you don't is, get that i think you're kind of christianity is one the point. Of, christianity is one of the few great things where you can read the york notes and it's just as good as the full text do you know what I mean? <laughs> Great as the full yeah. text is, the York notes are just as good. Like if, if you if you just read the York notes, <laughs> you'd be fine. It's one of my favourite things about it. It's like you don't need the, yeah, you don't need, yeah. You know, but but it seems to me that there are there are certain basics which amazingly large numbers of of Christians seem to be not quite on board with. Well, like one of them, one of the key ones, is the fact that the sup- the supernatural is real. It's not. It's not some kind of. It's not some metaphorical thing conjured up to 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 make you behave better, and it is kind of the deal that there is God, and He did send His only Son, and and that that it wasn't a made up character who may not have existed, and and that that. that there aren't any rooms for doubt about whether or not Christ rose on the third day and stuff. It, the, 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 yeah, when, I, when I hear, for example, the, the Archbishop of York um, saying that he has, that it's problematic talking about our father, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, well, the whole point about the Christian religion is that it is our father, it's not our mother. And that, and that the, the female, the love of the female, which you, you see expressed, the veneration of the, of the female goddesses, which you see in, in Gaia worship, and, and to a degree, I suppose, in the, in, in, in the Catholics sort of veneration of, of the Virgin, which I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily arguing with too much, but nevertheless, it is a patriarchal religion. Um, that, that it's not negotiable. It's not like, well, they called him our father then, but but maybe now in these modern times. No, that's Luciferian, that's satanic. It, it, it's, 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 it's an error. It's, it's, it's wrong, it's not true, it's not Christianity, it's, an, it's something it's else. Error, it's an error made, it's an error made. And the other thing Peter Boghossian said to me, which I really thought was one of the best things that someone said to me, which no one said to me in a long time, 
always assume the person that you're most opposed to, like your ideas and everything you believe, is so deeply opposed to you. Always assume that their position, their argument, their intention, all of it is as sincere, as grounded, and as empathetic and understanding and as, and as based in truth as yours is. Do not judge lest ye be judged. You know, that the York Notes version of it. So when... Is, so when when you bump into when you're on the beach and you see a man wearing a kind of see-through outfit with his nipple rings and stuff, where the fuck are you going on, mate? Ah, Lawrence, Loza, my friend, you know me, of course. I am Klaus, and you're going to be thinking, yeah. Remember what Peter Bogosian said? Yeah, I am. This guy is is as sincere. Yes, because if you don't, if you don't, you can't absolutely know that you are in real and true pursuit of the truth and you're not being comforted by your own bias. And let's face it, the reason why our... I'm so pleased that I'm keeping you so interested. The reason why our... um, The reason why our ideological foes are doing so well is because they're using that weapon against us. They're using righteousness in a way, against us in a way that we're not willing to use in return. Oh. Look, I'm not. I'm not um, ending now um, because I'm. I'm feeling that uh, <laughs> you, you're my discarded rag. I've had enough of you. You've done. Your, I'm always. I'm not doing because I'm. I'm not doing because I'm bored either. I'm. I'm doing because I'm. I'm going to get bollocked bollocks if i if i i know i know you're right and, and also um, i love you and and i i i love i love the fact that we talk about these things and i all all i'm going to say as my final bit is we all roads lead to james Dellingpole. i promise you in this journey yeah. all road and that doesn't mean by the way that all roads lead to you carrying a cross up a hill getting mur- getting murdered and uh, being resurrected it means that your head is going to be served on a plate to king herod's wife so that, those roads lead to James Dellingpole. Okay. In the meantime, let's spread the fucking good word and let's turn around and say to people, even those of our, uh, that are our enemies, that, that we know are working for the other bloke. And we know, like the Archbishop of Canterbury, like the Archbishop of York, like anyone who puts a trans progressive pride flag on a thing. You saw I burnt the shit out of it the other week and I got in loads of trouble. Mm. It, it, that's, as Jeremy Hosking said to me, he said to me, because I, I debated as to whether to do it, because obviously it's not really statesmanlike. Um, he said it's a fairly mm. decent negotiating, opening negotiating position, which is that you will you will tolerate and accept gay and lesbian relationships, but you will not tolerate the chopping off of children's dicks, because that is satanic. Now it says it, it, that there is a there's a Christian and theological argument to say that um, homosexuality is sinful. But there's also a theological argument to say that sexual marriage well, it's biblical, is, isn't it? Yeah, well, whatever the fuck. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not a theologian. I'm at Loza. So I'm just saying. There's also it, we shouldn't have a hierarchy of sin. We shouldn't go that being gay is more sinful than sex before marriage. Like all the sins, lots of things that people do, and what the world is doing is the world is creating a hierarchy of sins, and we're allowing the world to do it, and we're playing a part in that by refusing to do, to get to write Julia Hartley Brewer and say, I'd like to speak to you to ask you, do you repent? to yourself or is there any part of your conscience that says that pushing the vaccine on people was a bad idea and i just wonder whether she would respond yes well um yeah well, 
for reasons I've given, it ain't gonna happen. And I think I, I'm I'm very comfortable in my you know I mean uh, okay I may I may be guilty of the sin of pride or arrogance or whatever. And I, I I I know my I know my flaws, um, but I also know what my mission is, and it ain't yeah, to to get distracted by 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 things that I should be, shouldn't be. I support by. you on your mission. So um, thank you, thank you for 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 being on on the Dunning Pod and answering some of my sort of impertinent questions i i, I and, and i apologize if if if, if there were pe- people watching who feel that i should have there were errors where i should have stuck in the knife that 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 i didn't i the, why my, would you I, I, I was thinking about this and I was, in the knife what, what i mean sticking no, no, because like, no the, the, no the point is the point is i want to give you because i love you i want to give you the chance to to show yourself in a good light and 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 you know i'm i'm, I'm that's what i mean i, I don't want to I don't want it to be seen like it's a cosy thing where I'm I'm trying to let my friend Lozer off the hook because I love him and I've been blinded by my love for him. You know what I mean? I'm you in the business of, of making people. I'm working for the devil, and that I am on the other no, side. No, I think I, I think, just think you're you, you know you're you're not as bright as me, and you're a, you're a lovey. That's the that's, <laughs> those are your problems. It's nothing. I love you so much. You know. I'm definitely not as bright as you. Um, but also you know. No, I know, but but. Obviously, you're not because you, you wouldn't have become a mama if you if you if you're bright as bright as me. Anyway, I still love you. I, I want you to know that, and I, I actually I, I genuinely hope that that people who are skeptical of you have watched this and gone. Actually, you know, I've I've I've, I've dissed him in the past, but actually, you know, I think he's all right. Um, oh, I, I, I I get him, and I get it. He's he's coming from a good place. I hope I hope that's the case. And also, if they if they won, and they and next time you do get together in the barn and with the goat's blood and the virgin, and you hang her upside down on the crucifix, and we all kill her, I'll be there. If, it, if that's what it it proves to show that I'm part of the part of your team, I'll be on the side. What? What are you? What, what, is, are you saying something that's, that's falling slightly flat? What are you? What are you saying here? I'm just, just saying you're so puritanical. Ditch the puritanism. It's not. It's not puritanical. I've, I've just got a. I've just got a moral compass. Um, so, that, that's insane. Why would you think that you have a moral compass above anybody else? Come on, dude. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't at all. I don't. I don't at all. I. I absolutely not. I mean, I'm really. I. I hope that I'm. I don't also, I've got two tubs of psilocybin in my kitchen. That belong to you. Yeah. So you better be. Yeah, I know. But, nice but, but, but well, otherwise, I'm but, not going to give this you is, this is, psychedelic drugs that I have. This is why I've been. Please don't come I've, been, I've been suffering because I haven't been microdosing for a very, very long time, and I think that maybe my psyche might have suffered. But that, that's that's another point. That I just no. I, I um as I said, I, I don't want people to to think ill of you, and I I, I know that I know that. Well, this is why I talked about control opposition because it's a very divisive subject, and I think there are degrees, and I think that some people. Well, I, my point is your point that that, that not everyone is. That some I'm, people are just. If I, if I was controlled, if I was controlled opposition, I'd be doing a lot of fucking better at it. I tell you that, I really would. I would have been in the meeting with Rupert Murdoch going. Rupert, I really want a job. Um, and he'd be going, okay, all you have to do is say that vaccines are great. And I'd be like, yep, no problem. How much do I get a year? I'd be doing that. I'd be sucking that dick if, if that's what I wanted to do. You know? And maybe one day I will. Yeah. So you never know. But at the moment... No, don't do it. 
No, well, at the moment, the one thing you can't accuse me of is that. And, and that's what the only thing I'm sensitive about is like, I get attacked no, I'm not. by the wokey people. That's fair, attack away. But when your own side turn around and go, you can't even join the reclaim party. It's a structure built around an actor. Who's, and I'm just like, oh, get a grip, babe. Honestly, you wouldn't get past, in the olden days, you're a journalist, you wouldn't have got past the first column. You wouldn't have got one printed. So, you know, let's not, let's not dip our own standards to, to fit people who encourage our narrative. Let's, let's stick to the truth and our search of it. And you are much smarter than me, but I have an intelligence that you don't have, which is that I spent 20 years... Are you talking to me now? Yeah. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I what, spent 20 years acting. I spent 20 yeah, years Yeah, I know, but I, I don't know why, why, why you're suddenly attacking me. I'm um, not attacking you. No. I'm loving you. I'm telling you, you know, okay. I asked you a few questions in response to you so you're saying i are you worried yeah they were, they were weird they were weird questions they were they were really weird were they like why wouldn't you have julia hartley brew on your pod i mean it's just like people are going what what yeah why don't i have bill gates on my pod why Asking don't you have bill gates on your pod why don't you say to him hey bill um, can you come on the pod just because I'm interested as to why you know you and Melinda are still giving uh, thalidomide um, drugs to people in Africa? You know, just say, and he'll go. Sorry, I'm not available. Are you, are you are you trying to get me bollocked by by encouraging me to continue this pod when it should have ended? When no. I said it was going to end like five minutes ago. Every every minute that goes by now is a minute towards more bollocking. I love you with all my heart, and I no. and I know that Good. you love right. me. Lots of love. But, oh, oh God, it's hot. Don't um, be oh, that um, fast. And, and don't forget. Don't be that fast. Do, do, got... do, you want, do you want to plug anything, by the way? No, just vote for me and Ryslip and... Um, uh, sorry, in... Yeah, okay, um, Those, yeah. both my in viewers Uxbridge, who live in Ryslip and Uxbridge. Yeah, but... Vote, vote Lozza, all right? Lozza. All right, babe, love you. <laughs> Good. Um, don't forget to support me on, on Locals. Locals is the best place, I think. Um, and Substack is good for my literary output and uh, Patreon, subscribe star, and buy me a coffee. I like that. Yeah, good. You can have coffee on on keto. Right. Bye. <laughs>